This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, October 19th. Brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part six of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Where do the benefits come from? The biggest benefit is keeping the lights on. If you look at some of the mitigation measures we're taking against uh, the, the wildfires, part of those would be undergrounding transmission lines, which will take years, if not decades. Part of it is putting smaller grids in the local cities where you can generate power for the important, the hospitals, the schools, the uh, police, etc. But everybody needs to have those kinds of functionalities. And so when we start looking at those kinds of functionalities, they'll be supported by more intelligence from the grid. The key is to generate the power we need to implement those functionality. We need to better manage this value, this intermittent power that we get from the solar and the wind. Because sometimes the sun just doesn't shine. Sometimes it actually gets clouded, uh, sometimes by smoke, and sometimes the wind doesn't blow. And that's not necessarily at the same time people need power and they don't need power. So this whole thing has to be better balanced. And as I was saying earlier, the grid communicates amongst its members at the speed of light. And so no matter how you think of the political boundaries of the power grid, Everything is connected together. And what this bill is clearly showing is that they now realize that not only are all the aspects of the grid connected together, but aspects of other things like water is part of the same equation because water desalination or any kind of purity water takes energy for it to run. Similar on sewer, similar on transportation. So these are all connected. The project that addresses these problems is a very large scope project. Thanks for bringing in the water energy nexus, Pat. I appreciate that. And and again, it's so refreshing to hear such a clear and concise uh, vision of what's happening here um, in the U.S. when it comes to the grid. It's it's just it's a remarkable opportunity, as you mentioned. And 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 if we can focus on that for a second, Mona. Can you walk us through, you know, let's follow the funds a bit. How can companies mm-hmm. capitalize on this bill and modernizing the grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. A utility-scale battery energy storage system unit in California is now operational, and the state is primed to host more related project activity. Industrial Info is tracking $8.5 billion worth of energy storage projects across the state that have a high or medium probability of moving forward as planned. California leads all U.S. states in terms of project count and ranks third in total investment value. 
Brazil is preparing for a presidential election on October 30th in what could represent a total shift in the nation's energy policy. After winning the first round of elections on October 4th with 48.4% of the vote, former president and leftist leader Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva said he will promote the self-sustainability of Brazil's refining industry, objecting to the privatization of the national oil company. Incumbent President Jair Bolsonaro has been a steadfast advocate of the divestment of energy companies in Brazil, leading to the sale of Petrobras downstream and midstreams units. If you missed last week's IIR webinar on the global pulp, paper, and wood industry, or would like to review some of the key takeaways from the October 12th presentation, the full webinar is now available in Industrial Info's on-demand webinar library. In the webinar, Randy Goddard, Industrial Info's Vice President of Research for the Pulp, Paper, and Wood Industry, discussed the trends being seen in the more than $167 billion in active projects in this industry, with a special emphasis on the $81 billion worth set to kick off in the next 24 months. While East Asia, which includes China, takes a leading position in spending, Industrial Info is tracking nearly $25.9 billion worth of these projects in the U.S. and Canada, and more than $30 billion worth in Latin America, not to mention other parts of the world. Visit industrialinfo.com to learn more. And Germany's plan to replace a significant portion of Russian gas imports with liquefied natural gas has advanced with the confirmation of its first LNG deliveries from the United Arab Emirates. German energy major RWEAG has confirmed that the first delivery of LNG from Abu Dhabi National Oil Company will arrive at the new floating storage and regasification unit terminal near Hamburg in December. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.